Welcome to the Propel on Purpose podcast. I am on a mission to help first-generation founders build wealth through entrepreneurship and do so without sacrificing their well-being. I am your host, Angelise Cordero, HR and leadership expert, Cuba-born Jersey girl, cafecito lover, dog mom to guava, newly minted fiancé, and your HR business bestie. If you're a small business owner who's growing a service-based business, you're in the right place. We're here to talk business, self-care, and leadership to empower your high performance and happiness. Let's pop. Hello, business besties. Welcome to this specialty episode where I share my HR expertise. As you may already know, I spent 10 years working in corporate HR, and in that environment, one of the most senior roles that you can aspire to have is to be an HR business partner. As the name might indicate, an HRBP, as it's called for short, is a strategic partner to the business. They understand all of the intricacies of the business, from how they make money to the products and services, the different roles necessary in order to execute on the business priorities, the short and the long-term goals, the budget constraints. They are intimately aware of all of the business details. And, you know, when I first started my HR career, I thought, you know, HR, like most people think, our role was really to understand the people aspect of running a business. And that is very much a part of what an HR professional should be doing. However, it is critically important. I learned this as I grew in my career. You really have to understand their overall business, their goals, their strategy, so that you can you know, have a seat at the table and advise them on the best strategies to hire, to manage, and to train the people that are going to help them execute on that business promise. Essentially, the HRBP provides strategic support related to the business's people resources. Headcount planning, hiring, onboarding, training, performance management, leadership development, succession planning, They have a holistic view of the business and bring their HR expertise to the table. So as a consultant for small business owners, that is essentially the role that I play, hence why I call myself your HR business bestie. (laughs) I changed partner to bestie because it sounds nicer and I truly become a confidant to my small business CEOs. So as your HR business bestie, I want to discuss an area that small business owners struggle with, especially when they're growing from being a solopreneur to having a team or when they're expanding the size of their team. And that is the shift from individual contributor to leader. During the first half of 2023, I was in the Hispanic Entrepreneurship Training Program ran by the Statewide Hispanic Chamber of Commerce of New Jersey. And one of our amazing coaches, shout out to Tatiana Orozco, who owns a digital marketing company, she mentioned the best analogy. 
She said, when you start a business, you are a Soila. Soila CEO, Soila marketer, Soila sales team, Soila customer service. Essentially, you wear all of the hats in your business. You do all of the things. Of course, the goal is to get to a growth point where you start hiring either employees or contractors to whom you can delegate these areas where you're not an expert in or where you'd lose money by focusing on those tasks instead of focusing on your zone of genius as the CEO. I'll give you an example. One of my current clients is the founder of a tech incubator slash community event space. He played all of the roles until he's gotten to the point of hiring contractors for specific needs. Every now and then, though, he'll revert back to that individual contributor habit. And I would say it's even a mindset. It's the idea that it's your business, so only you can do all of the things because you've done it. You've done all of the things. You've played all of the roles, so it's easy to handle something, to do a task. It's faster than training the new person to do it. And you can always make yourself available. And I think if we go a little bit deeper, there's also the belief system that no one is going to go above and beyond for your business like you're going to do. We become, as business owners, sort of maniacal about our businesses. They're like our children. We spend a lot of time and energy and put a lot of care into growing these businesses. And so it's really hard to not do all of the things, even when you get to the point where you don't have to do all of the things, where you're paying somebody else to do some of the things. Now, this client of mine, when he reverts back to that individual contributor habit when he does a task that he should be delegating to somebody else on his team, he's actually losing out on money. We did a breakdown and it's clear that when he focuses on revenue generating activities, he can close a deal for the business nine out of 10 times. So anytime that he's not in a sales or networking meeting, and is instead in the weeds of running the business, he's losing money. He's losing money. But he's not the only one. I've noticed working with small business owners that small business CEOs can have this tendency of reverting back to being a soila, to being the individual contributor. Like any habit, it we're so it's like muscle memory. We're so used to doing all of the things that we think we can do it more quickly or do it more effectively or do it with mo more care if we just do it ourselves. So he's not the only one. This is a common thing among small business CEOs. And what I've noticed as the HR consultant, your HR business bestie, having that external lens and perspective is that when you don't have the four P's in place, it can feel like running your business can feel like bumper cars. You know, when you're in one of those like bumper cars 
you ramp up and then you start and you stop the ones that are like in an enclosed setting uh usually it's for kids so you can't go very fast so you go ahead and you bump into somebody and then you start and you stop that's what it can feel like the growth of your business can feel like that start and stop if you don't have the four p's aligned and aligning the four p's has a direct impact on that fifth p what the hell am I talking about? What are the four Ps? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Let me tell you about the Propel on Purpose framework that I use to work with small business owners. The four Ps are purpose, people, processes, and performance. And when we align those four Ps, it has a direct impact on the fifth P, which is profit. So let me go a little bit deeper. Purpose is really all about having clarity and alignment of your mission, your vision, your values, and your goals for the business. That is foundational. It is necessary to have that in place. And that seems pretty easy, right? Like, of course, like that's common sense. You would be surprised though. There are so many small businesses that start to create a service because there's a need, because they have a creative idea, and they start providing these services and they quickly get to growth because there's they are serving a need. And if they haven't done that foundational work of being very clear of having a business plan that outlines the mission, the vision, the values, and the strategic goals especially their sales goal for year one, two, three, four, et cetera, it can quickly feel like you're growing so fast and you're catching up. Then you need to hire someone yesterday and you might not have these foundational things in place and therefore you're still playing all of the roles. When in reality, from a financial perspective, you can afford to hire at least part-time help or a contractor or an intern, and that can help you get to the next growth point. So purpose is the first foundational pillar of this framework. Then of course, people. People are the most valuable assets of any business. And what I mean by people as it relates to this framework is being very clear on your workforce plan so that you understand what are the current and future roles that I need in order for this business to grow. That way, there's clarity on if I'm here today and I know that in the next three months, I'm going to need a project manager for these events, or I'm going to need to pay a marketer to help me with the sales and marketing and growth strategy, then you know that that's a goal that you're working towards. And from a financial perspective, you you start to carve out and earmark some of the revenue so that you can cover the headcount of these people. And that leads to the next P, which is processes. So if you know that you're going to have this need in the next three to six months, whatever the role is, then you also know that you need to have the right processes in place so that you are hiring, you're managing, you're training, you're setting up people for success in whatever role you're hiring them in. So processes is that third really critical 
and kind of cumbersome piece of it because there isn't a tendency to think about the people processes in the same way that we think about like the customer experience. Your employee experience should be something that you you thoughtfully curate. The same way that you as a business owner, as a service provider, you're thinking about how to create an exceptional client experience because the, the client is paying for the service and you want them to be satisfied, you want great reviews, you want them to come back, you want them to refer people. That is the same level of care that should go into the employee experience. And you do that by having these really thoughtful processes around the employee life cycle. The employee life cycle is from attraction. So how do you attract people to be interested in potentially working for your business to the recruiting and hiring, the onboarding, then all of the training and performance management that that happens in order to set people up for success. And then, of course, the, the cycle ends in termination or resignation, you know, if that's the, the full cycle, if somebody exits the business. So the processes are an important element to review and optimize as you're growing your business. And then, of course, finally, the fourth P is performance. And it's ensuring that you have clear understanding of the role and that you have clear expectations and accountability for people when you're hiring them, when you're training them to do the job that you're paying them to do. That is one of the most difficult aspects of managing people because it takes a great deal of communication, patience, and going back to the previous P, the right processes in place so that people know exactly how they're supposed to do their job and what success looks like in their job and some kind of measure and some kind of metrics so that they understand and then they know when they're doing a great job or when there's room for improvement. It also takes a lot of feedback and coaching and development these four P's are interconnected and foundational. When you have a clear vision and strategy for your business, the right people in the right roles, clear and easy processes to manage your employees and their performance, you can't stay in that individual contributor mindset because you know exactly what and how you're growing your business, which is why I say these are foundational. These are the foundational four P's, purpose, people, processes, and performance. And when they're aligned, your business is set up to run smoothly so that you, the small business CEO, can focus on your strengths and your zone of genius instead of playing the role of Soila. So there you have it, business besties. Stop being a Soila and instead align the four Ps so that your business will pop. Thank you so much for tuning into this specialty episode. If you found this helpful, I invite you to connect with me on LinkedIn. You can find me at Angelise Cordero MHRM, and you can follow the Propel on Purpose coaching and consulting page on LinkedIn. Connect with us there so that you can sign up for our webinar series. They will be happening once a month. We'll be sharing HR resources, insights, and tools 
to help you more effectively hire and manage high-performing teams. Hello, business besties. Mil gracias. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you had at least one pearl to take away with you, please pay it forward. Share a link text to your business bestie, a screenshot on social media, or some love in the form of a rating on Apple Podcasts. And if you're a service-based small business owner ready to maximize your people resources, email us at hola at propelonpurpose.com for a free HR consultation. Remember, though entrepreneurship can feel lonely and like a constant grind, you don't have to do it alone. So let's pop.